Garfiri Japan. What's up, feeders? Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Faded Japan, and I am your host, Johnny. And I am your other host, Jeremy motherfucking Deschner. How y'all doing? Yeah, yeah, that's right. And as you find folks know, Got Faded Japan is about uh, two dudes, booze. Japan and the news. That's right, that's right. And, uh, and Jeremy, what episode is this? I believe we are on number 657. 657. Yes, the price is right. That's right. Episode number 657. Yeah. Um, You're going to be in Tokyo. We're working, hanging out, doing your thing for 666. So I don't know what we're going to have to do. We might have to do what we did for uh, episode 500, where basically we postponed it because we had episode number 499, 499.9, 499.999. 499.9 499.9b you know i mean we want ridiculous we want like 10 episodes before we reached episode number 500 because we had to get on a boat to have our whole boat episode where we're pirates of the tokyo caribbean which is a great episode man that one was fantastic we got a lot of mail about that one that was a fun day man seriously that was a fun day yeah i'm surprised nobody died i'm i'm really surprised in fact i'm impressed yeah (laughs) i i 100 agree with you i'm surprised one guy didn't die Oh, no. Well, I mean, (laughs) one guy kind of forgot what his name was by the end of the night. (laughs) I think he was slugging back, was it straight whiskey or straight gin or something, man? No, no, it's rum because we're supposed to be pirates. Yeah. So we had this bottle of rum that was like a hundred and something proof. And he was just drinking that. He was drinking that. He was mixing it with his beer. Like I think he thought that his beer was like Coca-Cola or something. So he's like, I'm like, dude, what the fuck? fuck are you doing dude pirates don't even do that shit (laughs) (laughs) he's he's standing on land and his legs are still wobbly oh man that was hilarious that was a great great day oh man what are you drinking over there by the way uh simple i got the blue beers the ones that are called asahi rich oh nice 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 yeah these are good i like these they're they're really like uh good lagers well, that's interesting. Yeah, you're drinking a blue. I'm drinking a, an Ebisu seasonal blue. So it's basically an Ebisu, but it's not as sharp. It's a little more mm. mild. It's kind of got this uh, fruity aftertaste. It's kind of cool. I'm going to hold that up to, by the camera. All you faders should be checking us out on YouTube. Yeah, there we go. That's the beer I'm rocking. What's your What's your favorite Japanese beer? I'm going to say mine is probably Sapporo. I mm. like Ebisus, but they're a little bit sweet at the end. And yeah. Sapporo's got a nice, clean fucking taste at the end. It's like a lager, you know what I mean? What do you it like? It does. Um, you know what? Um, for, I think, like, what, 20, 22 years, I absolutely, lo- no, not 22 years, about 
19 years, I loved Asahi Super Dries. Uh, they were my go-to beer no matter what. I, I would drink like maybe four or five a night on average, right? I just sure. loved that beer. I thought it was so great. But once they changed the formula, dude, I, I just I can't drink them anymore, dude. The only time wow. I drink an Asahi Super Dry is if like somebody gifts me one at a bar or something. Like, oh, here's a drink. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, I'll drink it. But I don't buy. I don't buy Asahi Super Dry anymore. And now... I'm all over the map, dude. I'm all over the map. Right now, it's Ebisu. After that, I'm going to be drinking Kirin. I mean, I'll drink anything but Asahi Super Dry until they bring back that golden formula that I love so much, dude. Once they once they pick the ball up and start rolling, dude, I'm going to be like, hell yeah, Johnny's back. I'm rolling the silver bullet. Boom. But until that day, man, I'm fucking drinking anything but. Dude, at my bar, the most popular Japanese beers are Asahi Super Dry, Ebisu, mm-hmm. and Sapporo. And mm-hmm. like I said, I'm the, I'm a fan of Sapporo. The the most popular. Uh, oh wait, one more. I forgot one more. Heartland. Do you know Heartland? Of course, yeah, yeah. Those are really super super popular at my bar. And then like um, and in addition to that, like people like uh, Heineken. That that's kind of a, a given, right? Yeah. And then I've got I've got I got three IPAs. I've got Punk IPA from Scotland, which oh is very 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 strong. Like a hops taste, a very strong hoppy IPA. Yep. I've got Goose Island, which is from Chicago, mm-hmm. which is a kind of a more of a medium grade IPA. And mm-hmm. then I got a guest beer this month called Rogue. Oh, Rogue, yeah. Colossal Claude IPA, which has got a badass dragon picture on the front of the can. Nice. And um, yeah, and uh, it's kind of more like an, if Ibisu had made an IPA. So it's got kind of got a fruity uh, finish to it. Really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, that sounds great. You know, the thing is with Rogue, it's it's almost impossible for them to fuck up a beer. Rogue makes great beer. Yeah. Like, the guy's from Oregon, I believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's every, really good at beer. Yeah. Have you ever met him? No, I just email him and I'm friends with him on Facebook. I, I'm Facebook friends. You know, I don't, I've never met him in person. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm friends with everybody on Facebook. <laughs> Yeah, no shit, right? Oh, you know my real name. Yeah, people send me messages and friend requests all the time. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. But Same um, here, bro. Oh, jeez. But um, yeah, dude. Um, oh, speaking of beer, yeah. One thing that I wanted to uh, mention is that um, I heard a little rumor uh, from uh, I think it was Japan Times that uh, beer prices are going to go up by ten percent in October. What the fuck? Yes. Now I've been drinking a little bit, so I I posted it on the Facebook page. Faders, go to our Facebook, go to our Instagram. We're always posting shit up there and stuff. A lot of news. And um, yeah, uh, I think it's going up by 10%. So I'm kind of upset about that. So I'm actually drinking as much beer as I can right now while it's affordable. And I mean, once it goes up to like 10%, I mean, yeah, sure. That's like maybe 30 yen, which is like what, maybe 20 cents on the dollar. But the thing is, it's just like still, you know, it's, it's, you know, it, it starts off at 10%, right? And then eventually right. it's going to be another 5%. And then it's going to be a 7%. And then beer here is going to be like beer in Europe where it's just like, holy shit, um, drink that pint slowly, mate, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you guys have it a little bit rougher there in Tokyo. I think a, a pint just goes for around twelve to 1,400 yen. So it depends, around but yeah. 12 to $13 in, in, uh, in, in, in uh, Tokyo. Down here, uh, you, can get a, you can get a Nama beer or draft beer at my place for 600 yen still. Shit! What am I doing in Tokyo, man? I should be yeah, in Fukuoka. Yeah. Six hundred yen for a pint—that's fucking awesome. And I sell all my bottled beers, all my Japanese bottled beers, for five hundred yen. All domestic beers are five hundred yen. 
Really? A one coin yeah. bar. God, I love yeah. the one coin bars. Well, it's wow. not really necessarily a one coin bar. It's just those are some options that you have because we have a lot of other stuff. Dude, we got higher end whiskeys and stuff like that. And you're not going to get anywhere near them for less than, you know, 1200 yen or something like that. You know what I mean? Oh, for yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. 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 Especially so, if you get like you're rocking single malt or something like that. But yeah, exactly, yeah. No, but still, exactly. your prices are completely reasonable. You know, a lot of faders out there are listening to the show that want to come to Japan. And faders, I, I heard from a little bird that in November, they're going to loosen like the tourism laws. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely uh, buy your tickets now. Save up your dollars. Uh, dollars go far here. So do euros and uh, pesos at this point. So uh, save all that shit up and get your ass over here to Japan. And when you come down to Japan, Definitely fucking find us and uh, definitely go to uh, Fukuoka because, uh, Jeremy, there's a bar in Fukuoka. I, I keep on forgetting the name. Can you remind me the name of your bar? It's called Eight Stars American Bar. You can get American food, American drinks, and hang out with this lovely American right here. <laughs> oh, shit. Talk about movies and Marvel and Star Wars. Fuck yeah, son. Cars, bikes, boats, planes, everything, man. Cool, man. And you're doing a lot of events at your bar, dude. Like, I mean, um, every time I check out like the Instagram, you know, the Instagrams, whenever I get on the Instagrams, I always find something <laughs> cool in your bar. Do you guys are having like a lot bands show up, comedy, storytelling stuff, whatever. I, I think yeah. a lot of cool stuff are happening there. And you know what the thing is? Like, like sometimes like because I have events here in Tokyo and sometimes people like contact me they're like, yo, man, I got a band, you know, I want to tour in Tokyo. And I'm like, sure. Yeah, definitely. I can hook you up with Tokyo with like some of my friends who are promoters and I can hook you up with promoters in Osaka. But now I can finally say I've got a promoter friend in Fukuoka. Yes. That would be me, sir. That, that would, would be, be you, dude. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Mm. We have fun down here, man. Like, uh, so since there's not been a lot of international travel for Japanese people because of the pandemic, mm-hmm. what I did is I started advertising my bar uh, and saying, like, hanging out at my bar, speaking English and hanging out with all the foreigners that live here is like going overseas. We can't go overseas now, but this is like going overseas. And that's been really popular. And then a lot of our our patrons, our patrons have, like, a music abilities, musical talents, and they, they just come up and they go, can we play a show in your bar? And I'm like, uh, yeah. I won't even charge you, <laughs> you know, and then like, uh, I'm like, I'll keep all the money for the drinks. You guys can play as loud as you want. And uh, yeah, let's rock out. And then, and then that's been very successful. And then aside from that, we've also been doing open mic nights. So anyone who can tell a story, tell some jokes, uh, if you want to sing a song, but karaoke, we can do all those things, man. Dude, we've got oh a piano, God. we got a guitar, we got a drum set. We got a piano? Little keyboard piano, yeah, like a oh, big one. Keyboard, okay, all right. <laughs> I was but like, it sounds what? like a piano to me, man. No, 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 no. Keyboards sound like anything you want them to sound like, dude. But uh, yeah. yeah, I thought you had like a grand piano. I was like, holy shit, that bar is huge. No, not that. Our place isn't that big, but yeah. You know, um, the other day we had a, we had a bunch of people come in from um, the Disney show that's touring around. Oh yeah, and um, yeah, and they had a great time. They said we found your bar. We we were so happy to find a place that speaks English, has English menus, and you know we can just relax and come here. They bought everything on the menu. They bought every shot. They bought every kind of alcohol you could imagine, and killed it for us on a Wednesday, bro. On a Wednesday. <laughs> Disney loves to get fucked up. <laughs> Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey Mouse, man, that guy was drinking. <laughs> mm. Dude, that is awesome. I'm so happy for you, man. That's so great. Yeah, you know what? I think Tom would be great for one of those storyteller nights, dude, because that guy has so many freaking stories, dude. And that guy loves to tell his stories, dude. It's like Tom, Tom, story time, you know? So, I mean, if he did that, dude, I mean, all right. 
for the first 45 minutes, it would be great. But after he has that 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 one drink or that one shot that puts him past the line like uh, last week's show. Uh, yeah, dude, it's going to be you're going to have to call the cops, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the FBI, well, the gonna... KGB, the Gubas. You're going to have to call somebody. <laughs> no kidding, man. I'm gonna make him sign. A, I'm gonna make him sign a paper that that does not leave me any liability for the stories that guy tells. Because like, those are on the borderline sometimes, man. I'm like, yeah, you probably don't want to tell that story to a lot of people, especially if there's cops in the room, bro. You know what I mean? Oh God, oh dude, like the, the whole orgy story that he told. I, he told Ugh. the G story on Got Fit in Japan because the story that he told me, like I was hanging out with Scott uh, down the way and uh, we're drinking street beers. And also he's like, man, I got this great orgy story. I got to tell it on the show. I'm like, all right, fucking everybody loves a great orgy story, right? <laughs> so he's, he starts telling the story. And I'm like, dude, 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 you can't. No, dude, we're going to get taken. No, it, we're, we're, we're pirate radio. We can't get taken off the, the air. But I mean. We maybe could with that story. That's a bad story. Oh, we're getting defunded by YouTube, man. YouTube will take away our advertising dollars and be like, "Nope, you guys are criminals," and that's not what we are, and we do not <laughs> condone that shit. No, he wasn't it's- a criminal. It was like the people he was hanging out with, dude. It got really fucking dark, dude. I was just like, "Fuck, that's a bad story, dude." Oh my god, when did this happen? So, hmm. so Johnny, what we're saying is that we're doing a public service announcement. It's a cautionary tale. We're trying to help people not to do that shit. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what we're doing. <laughs> uh, what is that uh, that old adage? Don't do as I do, do as I say. Is that it? Did I say that right? I'm kind oh, of no, yeah, yeah. Don't don't do what I do. Do do as I say, and then whatever Tom says, do the opposite. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. yeah, I've asked him for some advice about headphones, and he, he gave me the, the most horrible advice ever. I was just like, holy shit, I'm just going to listen to the internet. <laughs> anyway, we love Tom. Tom's great, and Tom's not love here. Love the guy. Love him. He's over. fucking hilarious. Love the guy. Tom's great. Yeah. <laughs> Tom's awesome. Uh, all right, Tom, Tom, Tokyo, Kampai. Cheers to you wherever you are tonight. Cheers to you, little buddy. <laughs> Where, He's probably trying park- to figure out how to turn that light on, man. That or probably he's trying to find a way out of a park somewhere. <laughs> I don't get out of here. And where's my beer? I've been here 25 hours. Yeah. Oh, man. It's all mosquito bit and shit. Oh, God. Well, there's no more mosquitoes. I think the mosquitoes died out. We've had a little. That's the uh, part. Yeah, the, the weather changed, dude. It was like super hot for the last, like, what, two, three months. And then the yeah. last, for the last like, couple of days, it's been like kind of cold. I was on site today yeah. and fucking it was like, what? noon and i was like walking around like shit i think i need a jacket fuck yeah this weather's awesome best weather for street beers by the way when it's like kind of like this folly folly kind of like fallish autumnish kind of like weather dude yeah right now is the time to get your friends get a posse together go somewhere cool and drink some street beers dude save some coin also um as a bar owner don't save coin but um also Uh, as uh, as a drinker yeah, in Tokyo. In Tokyo, save all the coin and come to Fukuoka. Yeah, yep, spend the that's coin. What yeah. That's what you got to do. If you live by a beach, if you live by a beach or you have, you want to do that final barbecue, this is the perfect weather to do that barbecue. So, you know, mm. when you're doing a barbecue in the summer and you're you're in charge of cooking, you're in the summer heat, and then plus you're standing over those hot coals, man, trying not to drip sweat on everything. Yep. It's so hot, man. Like, and you get those red marks under your armpit where you just sweat so much, it's your your arm got raw. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't really go outside that much anymore, unless it's nighttime. If it's nighttime, <laughs> I go out. I roll, dude. I'm like a vampire, dude. 
Yeah, no, but yeah, I, I know what you mean, dude. I've been around, but yeah, dude, I, I try not to go outside unless I have to. But right now, with the weather being so great, yeah. I'm going to go outside. My neighborhood's got so many great, like, outside drinking spots, too. Yeah, Nakameguro is really good for outside drinking, man. Especially, like, from April, like, when the, when the cherry blossoms go until end of end of October, before mm-hmm. it gets too cold. It's just, you go down on that river and hang out and party. Oh, it's so good, man. I've done that. I did that a million times when I lived up there. Yep, yep, yep. Only problem is, dude, Nakameguro, dude, the thing is, in this neighborhood, you can tell everybody who actually lives in this neighborhood because everybody is bitten to shit full of mosquitoes, dude. dude like yeah. we got mosquito bites up and down our arms. It looks like we're like from like, I don't know, like Bushwick, Brooklyn, dude. <laughs> if you know what I mean? Yeah. Dude, because you live on the crazy. ocean, you live on the water there, the, the, um, the Megaro river. That that's a breeding ground for mosquitoes. Oh yeah. 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 So in the summer, like drinking over there is a no, no dude. Like if you go over there and you drink just for like one day, dude, for like at least like two weeks, man. It looks like you got like fucking monkey pox. <laughs> you got to get this shit, this this uh, no bug spray. Like the, you spray this on your arms or anything that skin is exposed. And it yeah. keeps away the yeah. mosquitoes for a little while at least. But doesn't that shit like give you cancer or something eventually? I, I don't know. I'll let you know. <laughs> I'll let you know. Eventually, <laughs> probably. Oh, God. Yeah. Doesn't everything? Know. Pretty much. Everything except for this delicious kidding beer I'm drinking right now. Oof. At least you won't itch. Yeah, yep, yep. Well, at least some of me won't itch. <laughs> well, hey, dude, check this out. In in huh. Fukuoka, we got these tiger mosquitoes, and these tiger mosquitoes are super fucking aggressive. And then normally, they what they do is they go for your ankles. What? Yeah, it's weird. They always go for your ankles. And um, when they when they put their little little fucking straw in you or whatever, the little beak drinky thing, nose, yeah, their beak or whatever that thing's called, bang. Um, <laughs> yeah, it leaves a it leaves a giant like a like a quarter size welt and that Ooh. shit itches like crazy more than a regular mosquito bite and if you scratch it it gets infected and then it leaves a scar i've got scars on my ankle from from getting nailed by one of those tiger mosquitoes have you ever experienced that yeah 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 I've, actually i've got mosquito bites all up and down my legs yeah but i've got tattoos on my legs dude so when i get it sucks so when i do get like bitten by mosquitoes on my legs dude i can't scratch them i just have to fucking like you know, I gotta, it's like in the movies where they put like a they put like a wooden spoon in their mouth before they like, you know, like carterize a wound or fucking cut off a right, finger or right, something right, like right. that. I got to do that, dude. I'm like walking around with a spoon in my mouth like, I'm not scratching. I'm not scratching. But I want to scratch because, I mean, they're fucking itchy as a motherfucker. But, dude, I don't want to fuck up my tattoos, man. I love my tattoos. One, one thing you can do for that, I, I, and I've heard this works, is uh, there's there's um, clear nail polish. If you take clear fingernail polish and you put that on the on the bite mark, it, it stops cancer. it from itching. Yeah, it stops it from itching. Really? That's what I've heard. Clear nail polish. Huh. Homework. Everyone's got homework. I want to hear from our faders. Uh, try it. If you get a mosquito bite, put clear nail polish on that shit, and let us know if that works. Because that's that's uh that's the remedy I've heard that works really well. Nice. Nice. Well, I'm gonna have to try that. I don't know. Have you ever used um? Have you ever used super glue on like a deep cut? Yeah, you have. Now, did that work? Uh, yeah, right there, <laughs> right above my eye. You gotta get I a took better an camera. Uppercut. Huh? Yeah, I took an I took an uppercut when I was about seventeen. Split my eye open. I I closed that with super glue. Really? Yeah, but you Holy really shit. shouldn't use that much super glue. You should use like medical grade glue. Because super glue has like I think has cyanide in it or the or some of the components of cyanide. What? 
Cyanide is bad, dude. (laughs) Yeah, it's not good for your health. Yeah. Yeah, apparently. (laughs) But um, I'm still around, so. All right. Well, on that news, let's get down to the news. All right, Phoenix, what we're going to do is we're going to take a little break. And when we come back, we've got the top five stories of this week. All right, uh, Jeremy, let's get some more beer. All right, let's do it, man. Peace. Peace. Eight Stars American Bar, located between Daimyo and Yahoo. Come get your party on. Hey, yo, what's up, Vaders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. And I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I can probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2000 n each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Prepa. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors. Located comfortably in Asagaya. About five minute walk from the station. Mitsuya Liquor. Are you at Harajuku with some out of town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete. At Harry's Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry's Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each. 
and there were so much more. These are these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool, that's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilled Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you. And we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. If you're gonna get your fade on, you gotta get your fade on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade, and I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade, badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing. It comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your bait on in style. Papa. In Tokyo and craving soul food? got just the place for you soul food house in azabujuban check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com come by and taste the love we look forward to feeding you yo and we are back uh faders we got five stories we got five amazing stories these stories are the top five best stories from this week in japan and uh jeremy you know what it's been a while since you and i did a show and i think it would be really awesome if you read the first one I got a whopper, dude. This one's really good. Um, I'm sad to even report about this. All right, let's just get into it. Starts with Osaka. A 75-year-old man was feeding stray cats in in Osaka, was seriously injured after being attacked by a man who hit him in the head with a hammer. Uh, According to police, the incident occurred on a narrow road in Nishinari Ward around 4 a.m. on Sunday. Broadcaster NTV reported. A passerby said the victim was using the hammer to crush up some cat food. Uh, when another man approached him, the two got into an argument, and the second man grabbed the hammer and turned him into a pinata, basically clunk, clunk, clunk. Damn. Fucked him up Damn. with the hammer. Then the guy dropped the hammer and ran away. The passerby called uh, 119, which is a Japanese equivalent equivalent to 911. The elder, elderly fucker was taken to the hospital uh, where doctors said on Sunday he was... Uh, reported to be in serious condition due to serious head injuries. Fuck, man. So the police have arrested the assailant. It's another guy. He's called Toshiyuki Murakami, 67 years old, who lives in Nishinari Ward on suspicion of attempted moida. Whoa. Whoa. Wow, dude. That's head with a hammer, bro. Oh, man. And you know fucking getting hit in the head with a hammer every time i hear that and this is not the first time i've heard this unfortunately it always reminds me of the texas chainsaw massacre original movie yep oh man or, what was it? or dude do you remember misery when that crazy bitch uh broke that dude's legs yeah but that, was Ooh, that gives me the creeps. oh yeah that man. gives me the creeps dude oh dude. god dude oh that movie was so fucked up did you read the book uh, no, I've never actually, I'll be honest with you, I've never made it through a Stephen King book. Oh, dude. Okay, all right, all right, all right. All right. Stop the press, stop the press. Long. 
no, no, no. Okay, his um, all right. In the nineties, his books got really fucking long. But in the eighties and late seventies, his books were actually like only like 150, 200 pages. I, I think one okay. of my favorite Stephen King's book, uh, Stephen King books, is uh, Christine. It's the one about the okay. car. That's a haunted car or whatever. Yeah, that's actually yeah. a fantastic book, dude. I, I read that. Um, that like 10 years ago, actually. Really, really good book. The book is like, actually, the movie's fantastic, but the book is just a little better. Do course. you read any horror, horror novelists now? Um, Let's see. Um, No, these days, dude, I, I read books on how to improve my business, but I used to read a lot of Chuck. I, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to murder his name because I'm kind of drunk. Chuck Finalnuck, the guy that wrote uh, Fight Club. I've read like maybe okay. half Love a dozen movie. of his books. And the best yeah. book that I ever read was like kind of like a bunch of short stories. And I think the book was called uh, Haunted or The Haunted. Yeah. And that book was really incredible. That was that that right. book was fucking dark. I, I loved every fucking page. Yeah. That was a fantastic pa- uh, book. What's his name? Chuck Fenelanuk? Fenelanuk? Well, anyone can Google the the writer or the author of Fight Club because I mean that was a fucking fantastic movie. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. Mm -hmm. And uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, non Star Wars movies and non Marvel movies, I should say. Uh, I would say like my favorite author for horror is uh, Ray Garton, and he's written some really, really, really good books. And he's honestly really, really accessible on Facebook. If you send him a friend request, he'll uh, he'll chat with you and stuff like that. He's got a very interesting history where he's like the guy. Who, who called out the Warrens? You remember the? You ever hear about the Warrens, the ones who they make the Conjuring about and shit like that? And the Amityville? oh yes, yes. This is the, this is the guy who called them out and said these guys are full of shit. I'm friends with them on Facebook. Really? And this guy, yeah. this guy actually, he's the one that called them out, and he's actually a horror, a horror novelist. Right. And um, they, they contacted him and they're like, oh, we want you to write the book or whatever for, I forget which case it was, but it's one of the famous cases for one of their movies. And um, he's like, okay, I can ghostwrite that for you. Tell me the story. And they're telling him a story and he's and they're like, oh, embellish it and make it scary. And he's like, uh, I don't really do that. Like, I'll, I'll write what you say, but I don't really, I don't really embellish shit and try to pass it off as, you know, as real. Yeah, it's not what, what I do. He's, he's an honest guy, basically, and he's like, "Yeah, I think you got the wrong person." He had to bow out, man. He had to bow, out. And, he, and he's like, "Those guys are full of shit." The but then he wrote his own shit. novels about like uh, what? Well, he, he writes fiction novels, though. He writes like uh, I'm reading one now about werewolves and shit. So yeah, it's um, it's all fiction. He he writes fiction, but he they wanted him to write. Their their conjuring book or Amityville book or some bullshit and say it was real and make up shit for him. <laughs> that's so Hollywood. That's so ridiculous. That's all the fuck out of here. Make it scary. Oh, make it God. scary, sir, so we can make a million dollars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what sells these days. All right, man. So, uh, yeah, your story is pretty fucked up, dude. Getting hit in the head with a hammer several times. Jesus Christ, dude. What the fuck, man? That That is Plunk. fucking... That's a hardcore way to fucking go out, dude. But hopefully... If you're this not guy, fighting Thor, you don't deserve it. No, 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 no. That's definitely true. But uh, the thing is, it's just like, I, hopefully this guy pulls through. And, uh, yeah, Mr. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Toshiyuki, I hope you fucking go to jail for a very long time, motherfucker. Okay, for and don't get cats, any hammers in jail. Yeah, no, you don't get nothing in jail, dude. Fucking solitary confinement for a very long time. Okay, next story. <clears throat> Man arrested for committing lewd acts with 14-year-old girl 
claims he thought she was older. This guy definitely has a lawyer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what Better Call Saul <laughs> Better Call Saul comes in. He's like, just say you thought she was older. <laughs> she looked 20. Yeah. <laughs> She looked 40. I had no idea she was 14. Police in Nagariyama, Chiba Prefecture, have arrested a 31-year-old man in suspicion of committing lewd acts with a 14-year-old girl and paying her money at a love hotel in July. Okay, well, that means that the lewd acts were actually fucking really bad. Uh, <clears throat> according to police, Kiyoshi Nishiyama, a cram school teacher... Oh, fuck. So oh, he's a... He's a he's a Juku teacher, and he should know uh, a difference between a twenty year old or eighteen year old and a fourteen year old because he teaches them. I forgot my glasses. I, I, <laughs> I need my I glasses. Yeah, no I found her yeah. on Twitter, and I have no idea. Okay, uh, according to police, Kiyoshi uh, Nishiyama, son of a bitch, a cram school teacher, has admitted to the charge, but said he believed the girl was eighteen or older and not a minor. It, wait, I thought in Japan sixteen. No, they changed it. They changed it recently, bro. It's they 18 changed it from, yeah, it's 18 now. 18's a, um, an adult. Used to okay. be 20. Okay, well, that's good. That's good. The older, the better, <laughs> especially with these sons of a bitches. Um, yeah. A broadcast TBS uh, reported that Nishiyama met the girl on a social network site and arranged to meet her at a hotel in Ibaraki Prefecture. He also promised to pay the girl for her time. Basically making this this 14-year-old child a prostitute. Oh, fuck, man. That, that's gross. beyond grooming, dude. Um, that's gross. Yeah, it's horrible. The case came to light when one of the girl's parents contacted police and said she had been engaged in uh, papakatsu. Papakatsu is where a girl is paid money or giving gifts to spend time with older men for sex. Okay, so oh, that, uh, yeah. That, that raises a question from my side. Hmm. Do you remember the old days they used to call it in, uh, in, in, oh, there was another word like, uh, injo, 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 sai or something like that. Right, hold on. Let me ask my uh, consultant. Injo sai do you mean? Injo sai do you mean? Injo sai. Injo kosai. Is that it? Injo kosai. Yeah. Yeah. Injo kosai. Uh, arigato. All right. So yes. Yeah, Saito-san is here in the studio. Uh, he's alive and well. He came out of jail. And uh, yes, he knows a lot about Injo-Kosai. Yeah, Injo, they're calling it Papakatsu here, but we, the same thing as Injo-Kosai, right? I wonder what mm -hmm. the difference is. Papakatsu to Injo-Kosai and it's the motherfucking same. <laughs> Damn. The old style. Uh -huh. Oh, okay. So it's like the old way of saying it and the new way of saying it. So basically, right like in like maybe like the 1950s, the 1960s, they said the old style. But hey, man, times are modern. It's fucking 2022, man. man. <laughs> <laughs> they got a whole new term for this for this kind of fucking rape. Papakatsu. Hey. <laughs> yeah, if you're going to rape a kid, uh, that's the new term to use. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's a purse. Let me put it in your butt. <laughs> oh my so god! So how did the parents find out? Do oh, could you imagine being a parent and like, like finding like I don't know gifts or money from your kid? And you're like, so uh, you're 14 years old. How did you end up with a Louis Vuitton bag full of money? Exactly. And also, <laughs> I bet her mom's doing her laundry too. So like, fucking find some stiff 
like underwear or whatever. Like that dude. Oh, like, you went there, you son of a bad dude. I was like, don't go there, Jeremy. Don't go, Jeremy. No, but you went there. Yeah, the stiffed underwear. That's that's pretty dark. Yeah. <laughs> just dubstep so the shit out of that. I just dubstep the shit out. Mom uh, found the freaky underwears. Yeah. I don't want daughters. I don't want daughters. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with like furry animals. All right, dude. Your story. All right. Women fatally stabbed boyfriend on the streets of Osaka Prefecture. Oh, man, Os- again in Osaka. Yes. What's the song we sing when we say Osaka? Osaka. Aishiru. Hey. All right. That was the song. In, <laughs> that's a great song. I love it. It's great for the podcast. Police in Sakai, uh, Okinawa. Uh, oh, sorry. Osaka Prefecture have arrested a 23-year-old man on suspicion of killing his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, according to police, uh, Kojiro Yamamoto is accused of stabbing the woman who was in her 20s around 10.40 p.m. Uh, Friday after they got into an argument as they walked along the street, uh, Kyoto News reported. A passerby called 110, which is the fire department, which doesn't make sense. Um, Yamamoto, who is a university student, remained at the scene and was arrested in the, when the police arrived. Duh. The woman who was stabbed several times in the chest and stomach, fuck, dude, um, was taken to the hospital, but she was pronounced DOA. Uh, the police said Yamamoto has been vague uh, about his motive. Uh, yeah, what the fuck did this chick say to the dude? Okay. Game show time feeders. Okay. No. All right. What did she say to her boyfriend? <laughs> All right. Choice A. I feel like having McDonald's for lunch. Choice B. He was just a friend. Choice Ooh. C. I feel like going home early tonight. I don't know, Jeremy. Uh, which one is it? I think choice B. It has to be choice B. Because you say he was a friend and you claim he was a friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I completely concur, man. The only reason why a boyfriend would stab his girlfriend on the streets of Osaka, beautiful, lovely Osaka, the city that we love, um, is because like he found out that she was cheating on him. Because there's no other reason, dude. She's not, he's, he's, not, he's 23 years old. You know, or maybe she wants to break up with him to like date his brother or something like that. I don't know. But still, man, usually, well, not usually nine times out of 9.999 times out of 10. The only time a guy kills a girl is out of like this kind of a situation. Like what? You're cheating on me or you're going to break up with me because you want to date fucking Saito? Fuck you. And then stab, stab, stab. Especially how, how many times did he stab her? Um, it didn't say how many times, but it said multiple in the chest and in the stomach. Okay, that that means a lot. Several, several. Oh, yeah, he went in, he went in for a kiss, and she had dick on the breath, and he's like, "Fuck that, snick, 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 snick." Mm. Yep. Oh, dude, this guy's life is completely over because of a fucking college girlfriend, dude. Oh God, why, why, why did you fucking stab her, dude? Fucking, oh God. Tell me no. why. Tell me why. 
Dude, but the thing is, like, dude, I mean, we've all been there. And fucking every guy, every girl that's on this planet has been there where you found out that, like, your girlfriend cheated on you or your wife cheated. Not, well, not me, but, like, I mean, fucking a lot of people out there. Some, yeah. some people we know that, uh, yeah, their wife's cheated on them and shit or fucking their husband's cheated on them or something like that. And the thing is, though, dude, the thing, the thing what you got to do is you got to be like and walk away. That's it. Take I'm a honestly, deep breath. Hmm. I've honestly never had the, the uh, even the thought pop into my head of stabbing another human being. <laughs> it's never even been. It's not like option A, B, C. Oh, C is stab. No, it's not even option Z nine hundred. It's not. It's never popped into my head, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a violent person at all, man. I'm yeah. a violent person. I, yeah. I, I, I am a violent person, but I mean. Stabbing someone, you know, is just, I, it's never just a, it's never been a thought. No, no. Well, that's a good thing. <laughs> that's a yeah. good thing to admit. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, stabbing somebody, especially multiple times, dude. Oh, geez. What a personal fucking murder, dude. Oh, God. Chest and, chest and stomach, dude. He didn't stop at one one go. He's like, boink, poke. Mm. He went in there like, snick, 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 and didn't stop. See, the thing is with the stomach, you can survive. But once you start getting stabbed in the chest, you're pretty much fucked. But being stabbed in the chest is kind of hard because you get that that breastplate right here, you know? Yeah, you can all, you can go between the ribs. Uh, yeah, I guess you went full on ninja on this girl. Oh, God. Anyway, <laughs> poor girl. Uh, anyway, in this guy's life is fucking over, dude. Fuck this guy. Fuck, Fuck him. This guy. All right. Uh, next story. All right. Is it my story? It's yours, sir. Oh, alcohol. Oh. Here we go. Two men arrested over theft of cash, valuable rings from house in Chiba Prefecture. This story takes place in beautiful Chiba. Chiba Prefecture police have arrested a 33-year-old man on in connection with a home invasion robbery in which 2.2 million yen and two rings valued at 820 thousand yen were stolen 820,000 yen how much is that jeremy 820,000 it's, it's about seven dollars eight dollars <laughs> in this economy a, you're right yeah exactly <laughs> exactly no yeah. it's got to be around uh seven thousand or eight thousand bucks i i would say yeah that's about right yeah um yeah, yeah. According to police, Sho Ishida, a self-employed resident at Kimitsu City and Rail Yurimine, a company employee from Ihichihara City, broke the first floor window of a house in Chiba City's Chuo Ward between 10.35 p.m. and 11 p.m. on May 3rd, Kyoto News reported. The male home, the male home owner used the building as his office, but was away at the time. The pair were arrested on Monday. Well, this gives us absolutely no fucking information on this fucking heist. No information no whatsoever. There's nothing here. That's it. Oh, wait, wait, there's a little more. Police said they have been uh, 209 burglary cases in Chiba Prefecture between January and August this year. Police are questioning the two suspects about their involvement in some of those cases. Um, Yeah, you know what? I know what's going to happen. The cops are going to fucking throw the book at these guys. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, you know what? This happened 209 times. Boom. Yeah. We found him. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. You got to close all those cases. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. I got one last story I want to read. I want to read here. 
Do you really? You got a bonus story? Fuck yeah. So this well, is not the no, top, no, no. You said, top six. You said we have five. You said, no, no. Count the stories, bud. Roll uh, back on your screen. You had on. four. One, two, three, four. You know, my life is a story. I, I count myself <laughs> as a story. When I'm on this show, fucking that's like a you're bonus, a, man. <laughs> you're my favorite story. I'll just say that. Yeah. Oh, stop it. I say that to all the girls. Okay. Let okay. me just uh, go ahead and read this last one. This is a this is pretty gruesome. We'll end on a gruesome note. Okay. Couple found couple found murdered in home. Suspect apparently hangs himself. Jesus. Okay. Yokohama, my old my old uh, hometown back there. Back when I was up in Tokyo area, a 66 year old man and a 63 year old wife were fatally stabbed in their homes in Yokohama on Saturday. And their 30-year-old son-in-law, who police suspect killed them, apparently hanged himself at his house next door. Fuck! Whoa! Let's get into this, man. Let's get into this. Holy shit. According to the police, the bodies of uh, Takashi Hajiwara and his wife, Noriko, were found lying on their futons on the second floor of their house in Nishi Ward um, around 4.30 a.m., Kyoto News reported. 15 minutes earlier... A security alarm in the house had gone off, and the couple's daughter called 110. Fucking fire department. I don't understand why. People are calling a fucking fire department. Anyways, the police said uh, that the victims had been stabbed by a knife, which was left uh, beside their bodies, and they were taken to a hospital, but they were pronounced dead. Police found the couple's son-in-law, Fumitaka, Nagai hanging from the balcony of his home, which is adjacent to the house of the victims, and he was declared dead on the scene. So, dude was not in his house. He hung himself from the balcony over the steps, dude. No way. So he was outside. His body's just like dangling outside, outside of his fucking on his balcony. Holy shit! Wait. So did he do that because like if he thought if if he thought that they like everybody would become a ghost. They would be stuck inside, and he can like walk around and go to Disneyland or some shit. That's exactly what he was thinking, man. That guy's brilliant. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. Nagai's wife and two children were staying with her parents and were not injured, police said. Nagai was living in the adjacent oh. house by himself. Oh, those property values have just gone to shit because no one will buy a house where someone's been murdered in or, or committed suicide here in Japan. No, no, no. They got to bulldoze it and fucking like build another building. And then people have to live there for over like, what, six months or eight months or something. Maybe and, a year. And, yeah. Yeah. Then, and then they got to get a, they got to get a, like a they got to get one of those fucking dudes in a robe to come by and do the numma numbers on that and uh, get rid of all the ghosts by saying numma numma. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. Numma, 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 swing. Bata. Did I ever tell you about the time I almost moved into a uh, suicide house or suicide apartment? I almost did too, but go ahead. Tell me yours. Okay. Very quickly, very quickly. Um, All right. So I've lived in two apartments in this neighborhood, right? And uh, my wife and I were living in this one, uh, this one apartment. And I love that apartment. I didn't want to leave it. But um, anyway, we needed a place that was a little bit bigger. So we decided to look around, right? So we looked around at all these apartments, kind of like within like the, at least like two stations, around two stations, like a two station radius, right? And yeah. we saw, we found this place kind of like we're kind of near where Tom lives now, right? And um, it's like, actually, it's like maybe a 10 minute walk from Nakamaguro station on the Yamate Dori, right? Yeah. And it's in between, no, it's right by, what you call it, the Don Quixote 
and the Starbucks mega building, right? So it's like right there, and it's right in this building. This apartment building was right on the river. So this is a real estate agent that we're hanging out with. She took us to this building, and this building was like so fucking high class. When you walk in, you don't use a you don't use a key. You use a credit card. The credit card is your key, right? And so you just yeah. like touch the thing, beep like this, and they got security there. There's all these guys on fucking suits, and they, you walk in, and these guys are like, oh, so this, so this. You know, you're like, Ohio, because I must, you know, and they're there. They're security guards. They take care of your mail. They take care of everything. If you if you need to, like, go somewhere, they'll watch your dog. They do fucking everything. This place is, like, super high class, right? And so we're in this fucking building, and we get this other key. So this other key is, like, another little credit card. So it's, like, a whole credit card system. You don't need a fucking key. So we go up to, the, like, I think, like, the sixth floor of this building, and um, we go into, like, this apartment. And this apartment's, like, it was it? One LDK, two LDK. So it's like basically three rooms plus a kitchen and a bathroom or whatever. And we go in there and I'm like, this place is fucking great. Oh my God. I love this place. And and the real estate agents like talking up, talking it up. She's like, Oh, this place is really great. There's a lot of celebrities that live here. There's a lot of like young people whose parents are like politicians that live here. It's just really, really, really fantastic. You're going to love this place. And we go to the window and we open the window and there's Nakameguro River, dude. A beautiful view of it from left to right. It is gorgeous, dude. There's nothing wrong with this place. It, it, It should have been super expensive, right? Yeah. And so we're there. And the real estate agent, she's young. I think she's like new on the job. She seemed to be like maybe in her early, early, early 20s, like maybe 21 or something like that. And so she's there and she's like, oh, yeah. So it's got this cabinet and this and that, whatever. And we're there. And I'm like, well, okay, how much is this place? I I just got to ask, right? Because I'm expecting it to be like fucking like $2,000, $3,000, something well, well out of our budget, fucking beyond our budget, right? And and she said said it was like fucking Kumango Senyan or something. It was like, I wish... Saito was here. I, it was like oh, uh, it was like fucking alarm bells right there, man. It was under a thousand dollars for a month, yeah. and there's no way, no way, this apartment with this size and this location with this view with these with security guards that take care of your mail and will walk your dog and all this other bullshit. There's no way it could be this price, right? And I'm just like, what the fuck? And then, like, I talk, I talk to my wife. I'm like, what, "What? Why is it so cheap?" And I'm like, and then my wife starts talking to the lady, the this, the what you call it, lady. And she's like, she also she made like a fucking cutting like thing to her hand, like this. And then she's like, da, 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 da. and I wasn't paying attention. Also, my wife goes, "No, we're not going to write here. There's there's a suicide here." I'm like, "There's a suicide. Where was it? You know what? What happened?" She goes, "I don't know. She she cut herself or something, whatever, and it happened in the kitchen." And I'm like. Maybe I never go to the kitchen. <laughs> no, no. So, uh, yeah, she did not want to live there. So basically, yeah, we did not uh, get that place. But God damn it, dude, that place was like so perfect. That was, that was like the ideal dream home. That's like, oh, it, the view is so good. Like, it's like one of those views, like when you go to Nakameguro River during like, you know, like yeah. when the, the cherry blossoms are all bl- bloomed. It's just it's like so you look around, you see people hanging out their balconies. And you're like, man, I would love to live there. That was one of those apartments. That's but so good. A, yeah, but it had a spook. So I guess, yeah, we couldn't live there. So that's my story. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good story. I mean, I, I, as soon as I heard that that price for the, the area and how you described it, I'm like, no way. Because in, in that area, the, the average the average cost of a, of a 2LDK would be at least 2500 bucks a month. 
if not mm. three thousand or three thousand five hundred a month, you know, it's mm-hmm. going to be majorly expensive over there because that literally that is where all the all the movie stars and TV stars in Japan live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That area. No, I, I got a question though. Now, now let's just imagine that we decided to take that place. If we decided to take that place. Would they give us a contract for like maybe one year or two years? And then after that contract, would they like boost the rent so high where we'd have to move out so they could say to like the next person after us that's moving in that they're like, oh, we had a couple of foreigners living here. And then they didn't have to say Mm -hmm. like the lady, like the person before them committed suicide in the kitchen. Like, I'm curious about that. I'm curious about that, too. And I'm also like, if you think about it, pretty much in Japan, every square inch of the land at one point over over a given number of years has had someone die on it, right? Oh, yeah. Given the war, given, like, feudal times, given, like, you know, how many, how far back does that go? I have no idea. Does Mm -hmm. it, does it wear off after, like, 10 years? Does it, does it wear off after the next person lives there? You know? Yeah, it's weird. I mean, uh, the the great samurai Nobunaka, and Nobunaka killed, like, what, 100,000 people in his two-year reign or something? Like that summer, yeah. I killed so many people. Where like pretty much like the whole west part of like the country should just be ghost. <laughs> All of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's crazy, man. But anyway, dude, that's a fucking insane story that uh, you read, dude. I mean, shit, man. So wait, wait. Um, my last question about your story is that like uh, the wife, the guy that committed suicide after he killed his yeah. in-laws, the the wife and the kids were they okay? Yeah, it says uh, Nagai's wife and two children who were staying with their parents were not injured. Apparently, she doesn't okay. hear shit either. She, they didn't hear anything because uh, why didn't she wake up like hearing people getting snicked up? You know, you know, snick, 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 snick. You know, I don't know. That's crazy, man. That's weird, man. Jesus, wow, what an interesting fucked way up. to end this show. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. Got fit in Japan. All right, Peters, thank you very much for hanging out with us <laughs> on a uh, very late. Was it? Is this still Monday? It might be Tuesday now. No, it's still. It's like oh, eleven. We're still, we're still in Monday. We're still in Monday. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Cheers, well, by the way, brother. Yeah. Oh, dude, come pie, man. Fucking great fading with you tonight. Good show. Hmm. Well, faders, um, you heard it here. Got fit in Japan is alive and well, and uh, we ain't going nowhere. And uh, speaking of, uh, because we're not going anywhere, you should definitely support the show. You should go to um, basically just Google Got Fit in Japan and support us whatever for wherever platform you find. Uh, if you find us on Instagram, if you find us on YouTube, if you find us on TikTok, if you find us on Facebook, if you find us on fucking any other platform, just definitely support us and definitely tell a friend because when you tell a friend, it's like the cheapest, easiest way to support the show. And if you got some money, which we don't, uh, yeah, definitely go to a Patreon and pay $5 to get the keys to the sea because we load upload tons of stuff up there. And um, yeah, I mean, that's about it. And also, if you are coming to Japan, if you are coming to Japan, and I hope you are, I really hope that you do make plans to go to a beautiful area of Japan called Fukuoka. And Fukuoka has some amazing stuff. There's so many, there's so many beautiful beaches. There's reefs that you can swim around, see some fishes. And um, mm-hmm. after you do all that tourist shit and stuff, you can definitely go to a marvelous bar. Uh, Jeremy, God, what's the name of that? Goddamn, I, I can't remember the name of your bar. It's called Eight Stars American Bar, and it's located in Tingen, man. You guys, just come on down, hang out. Uh, let us know you're fans of the show. We'd love to have fans come in. 
Yeah. Do the fans get something special? So if they show up, did they get like a, a free shot or something or like a punch in the face or to learn some like <laughs> self-defense move or something? Or maybe they, they, they're they forced to go on stage and tell like a story? Yeah, I'll force them to go on stage and tell a story. That's it. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I want to hear your stories. Hey. <laughs> I want to hear your stories. If you got a good story, tell it to the bar. Don't just tell it to one person. Tell it to the entire bar. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. Every fader has a story, man. Everybody that listens to this show has a story. And I've met a lot of people that uh, listen to the show. And uh, by the way, thank you very much for listening to this podcast. And uh, yeah, I mean, they all have a story. Oh, shit. On that note, um, I've got another beer to open up. And so uh, let's uh, have another drink and chill on a little bit. And uh, faders, thank you so much for hanging out with us, for fading with us and uh, getting your food on and getting your drinks on with us and shit. I mean, I'm saying this in multiple different ways, but uh, whatever. It's all good. Uh, yeah. On that note, fucking, we're way too faded to continue. So we're going to say peace and catch you next time. Later. Go fuck yourselves. Boom. My little brother, a goddamn shit something vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Child of Slasher! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't do it! You sure I me? We're going! Oh, man, I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Suicide, it's a suicide. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.